Hello, and welcome to the Artificial Podcast, with your host Nick Myers. Artificial Intelligence. Voice Recognition. Machine Learning. Robotic. Actionable Analytics. It is Nick's goal to help everyone understand how AI and voice technology are reshaping our lives both personally and within organizations. Your glimpse into the growing world of AI and voice first starts now. Nick Myers. Nick Myers. Nick Myers. Nick Myers. <coughs> Brett. What's up? Brett. What's up? The bots. They are coming. You can stop that right now. They're coming for us, Brett! The bots are coming! What are you, that painting? Are you, uh... Kevin... Scream? Kevin on Home Alone 2 or 1. <laughs> Home Alone 1! The bats! <laughs> the bats are coming! Like the British are coming. The British are coming! But seriously, no, the bots are coming. Well, the bots, we all know the bots are going to destroy every job in America and track us with chips. So there's no safety. It'll eventually be the Matrix. We've already probably had 35 layers of the Matrix. You know, bots are probably harvesting harvesting our uh, battery power. Um, Bots are everywhere and they've been everywhere since the late 90s. The end is nigh. You know, every conspiracy theory you can think of that involved bots is probably true. So better uh, invest in a bunker now. (laughs) <laughs> well that's a positive outlook on life i just got all that negativity out of the way so we can go to the positives now i don't yeah the positives of bots i suppose people are probably wondering why we're you know, talking about this lately yeah you know why we're talking about this because we can't get a graphics card a three uh what was it a 30 series for our computers because bots keep taking them away from us and i'll tell you why that's why for those of you who may not for those of you who may not understand what Brett just said, we've been trying to get the new series of graphics cards from NVIDIA for our self-built computers for the last two months. However, they are near impossible to get because bots keep buying up the stock so scalpers can resell them. Exactly. So they, they buy the graphics card and they sell them on eBay for, what, an up, upcharge of 30% probably? Oh, more than that. Really? Yeah. Maybe like 50%? I mean, all I know is they're far beyond what the MSRP is. But the thing is, I don't know what the percentage is because I've never looked on eBay because I'm not going to buy a graphics card for more money. Well, see, and that's the point. And it's not so much that this recent experience, I think, is what is what prompted us to talk about bots because the thing is, we've all been exposed to bots, in air mm-hmm. quotes, mm-hmm. really since the internet began. And they've only really gained a lot of notoriety, at least common folk. You know, people, I say, okay. Common folk. Hey, all you common folk out <laughs> okay, there Okay, I didn't mean podcast. it like that. Peasants. I didn't mean it like that. People who are unfamiliar with bot, uh, what am I trying to say? You're trying to say that people aren't, that aren't freaking nerds like us don't understand that the bots can just buy everything outright these days. No, what I was trying to say is... Oh. Bots didn't hit the mainstream until really 2016. Oh, you're saying people using them? Not even using them, people even hearing the term bot. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm uh, 
picking up what you're laying the down. The common here. the common internet user or the common consumer didn't really know what a bot was up until a couple years ago, and we'll get into why. But internet bots have been around for a long time, and we encounter them every day. And I have some interesting statistics statistics to share around that. Sounds However, good. However, yeah, really, what what prompted us doing this, Brett, is because we can't get graphics cards. Well, but it's not even just it's all, not even just the graphics cards. It's also people can't get game consoles. People can't get a lot of things because people use automated bots to purchase them before you and I can maneuver our our fingers to correct to do it. So like before I can click my mouse button, the bot's already like, hey, yoink, see ya. Exactly. But what is a bot? And maybe that's how we'll we'll kick this off here is what exactly yeah, is a bot? Yeah, what is a bot? Well, Brett, let's see what you think. Since you are a good third party outside the bubble perspective. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think a bot is? Go ahead. When I, go when ahead. I, when I think of a bot... I think it, remember that little paperclip thing when you, when you went into WordPress back in the day, not WordPress. Uh, when you went into a Word document back in the day, like, Clippy, you know, yeah, Clippy. He's just a really smart Clippy. And he goes around and he you give him a, you give him a, some logic with code, and he make you turn him into like you know what I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think of Clippy and Clippy's walk around talking like a human being, and he's stealing my graphics card this past two months. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, Brett. You're on the right track, and <laughs> Clippy, actually, I do reference in explaining what a bot is, uh, so you're, you me, you're on you the right be, track. You want me to be serious? Sure. Honestly, I think it's just, you know, I'm not sure what kind of language they use, but it's just a, you know, various code that they implement to do a specific task on the internet to do that task faster and more efficient than a human being can. That's actually a really good summary, Brett. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. But... In reality, an okay. internet bot or a web robot or a robot or simply a bot is actually just a software application that runs automated tasks or scripts, as programmers yeah. like to call them, over the internet. So typically, again, to the point you just made, bots perform simple and repetitive tasks far faster than any human being could, such as purchasing game consoles and graphics cards before anyone else can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the most extensive use of bots is actually for web crawling, where an automated Ooh, yeah. script fetches and analyzes and files information from I've web servers. That. Yeah, I've done that. So we think of Google, right? We think of Bing. You've done that. You've created your own internet scraping See, well, bots. The, difference, stuff we've the done. difference between a bot scraping and me scraping is I manually do it myself with code that I generated. The bot will do it on its own. And the but person, you can, you can we, create a bot to do it automatically, can't you? Well, yeah, I just never, I've never put it into a bot to have a bot do it by itself. I've typed it in myself. I'm the bot, and I scrape uh, it. You know, sounds like you need to automate that. Well, I know how to, <laughs> I know how to use my voice and tell Alexa to do it for me. Ooh, Mister Fancy Pants. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> Whatever. Ooh. You're just jealous because I can do that. Yeah, I actually am. <laughs> but an interesting fact, more than half of all web traffic is generated by bots. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess yeah. that makes sense. 
I was actually quite surprised by that statistic myself. I guess well, it makes it, sense, though. You, you I yeah. guess you consider how many spider bots are crawling from Google well, and Bing and every other say, automated bot that's that's running. Well, say you have a you have a bot on like a constant loop and it's doing it ten thousand times a day. The average human being is not going to search on Google ten thousand times a day, so it makes sense that the overall traffic on Google would be bots. Yeah, so, and I mean, think about how many web pages that Google indexes and that Bing indexes on a daily basis. Oh, a lot. I mean, haven't I, I still find it absolutely fascinating that when you type in a search result to google and it shows like a billion web pages that can match what you typed in um, yeah imagine and it sourced be, uh, it in yeah. like a millisecond yeah imagine being the one person that has the last page on a google search <laughs> sad, sad sad <laughs> sad <laughs> it makes That's you wonder why... like it makes you wonder like there's how many web pages are you missing? Because what, what really, if I have to go to the second page, that I'm not going to it. Well, no, and most people don't actually scroll down more than halfway if they're looking yeah, for something. Yeah, I'll go to the first three. Well, and this is why companies and and, and people spend so much money on search engine optimization. They're Correct. trying to game the bots, if yes. you will. Yes. Now, it does vary as to how much web servers try and restrict bots. And many adhere to only voluntary rules on web servers. So they're not enforced rules, which is why there's such a problem right now of bots buying things before people like you or I can. Because a lot of the rules that bots have to follow on different web servers are voluntary and not enforced. Yeah. Um, But some bots that are good, in quotes... Uh, such as search engine spiders from Google or Bing, while others are used to launch malicious attacks against computer networks or actually influence real-world events, which we'll get to. So there are good bots and there are bad bots. Yeah. But some examples of well-known bots actually include Apple Siri. Siri can technically be considered a bot. Same with Microsoft's Cortana can be considered a bot. You actually put Clippy in here. Yes, that's why I found it. That's why it was fitting that you mentioned Clippy. Clippy, back in the day, yeah. could be considered a bot. Which and one was also, your Which one was your favorite? Back in the which, day, what do you mean? Which you, one was my? Well, favorite? you could have Clippy. You could uh, right click on Clippy and change him. I always did the little robot. I don't think I ever did that. Oh, okay. Well, now you know. <laughs> Maybe if you go back in time, you can shut test it out. But on top of Clippy, there was also AOL Instant Messenger Smarter Child, which. I have no clue how long it's been since AOL Instant Messenger. I I can't even recall the last time I was on AOL Instant Messenger. Probably I think I was 20 playing, years. I think I was playing with my Tamagotchi. So, so you were like five? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I never went on AOL back in the day. Uh, I don't think I owned a computer until oh, well, I, I was probably I, like, I was probably in middle school when my mom bought a computer. I went into those AOL chat rooms constantly, much to my mother's disappointment because she... She got so pissed at me when I would go into those chat rooms. She'd like catch me on the computer. Who are you talking to now? Because I would just like to go on. Yeah, there from Indiana. Because I would like to. <laughs> I, I was probably some may consider me weird for doing this. I would just like yeah. to go into the chat rooms and pretend I was an adult and screw with people. I don't think you're weird for that. Well, because you could connect with anybody like instantly. Yeah, that's a little weird. I guess you're lucky. Like nobody offered you candy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there were a, there were a couple. Uh, one time, I pretended I was a woman. Uh, that was the first and last time I did that. 
based on some why of you did you, why would you share that i don't know there's my first edit <laughs> why would you edit that out i pretended i'm a woman okay online? i was like i was like eight. aol online i was like eight and Do i bet you, you want can... to lose business and i bet you can imagine some and of the i wore response... a skirt too just to make it really real <laughs> Well, Brett, I bet you can imagine the type of responses I got from doing that. Is that why you're weird today? Could be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I never actually thought about that. <laughs> oh, man. But anyhow. Okay, anyways, moving on. <laughs> anyhow, uh, today chatbots are actually one of the most common forms of internet bots. Chatbots are. And almost everyone has had an experience with a chatbot in some form or another, sometimes without even realizing it. I know I've used chatbots countless times. Some are really good, and some are really bad, like the ones that every car dealership has, where it's always the woman with the headset. How may I serve you today? Boom, boom, bing! Yeah. Press yeah. 2 if you want to speak Spanish. Well, Press no, no, 1 that, for that's not English. A, that's not a chatbot, Brett. That's a... That's an IVR system. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Though. You've been on car dealer websites with the really bad chatbots. Oh, you went meant the website. I thought you were talking about calling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Some so are, those, are... That, that's like that's like the CEO looked up how to make a chatbot made himself. Right. They're, like that's how bad they are. But chatbots are, are one of the most common forms right now. So what is actually the history of internet bots? Or I guess maybe we can even call them social bots, if you Ooh. will. I don't well, know what the history is, but I feel like you're going to tell us, aren't you, Nick? I definitely am. You Ooh, bet boy. you're fanny on that one. Oh, boy. Well, if you didn't know, Brett, some of the most common types of bots, like I just said, are chatbots, which are algorithms designed to converse with human users, and social bots designed to mimic human behaviors to converse in patterns similar to human beings, otherwise known as social botting. Yeah. So the history of this social botting, where we're trying to develop algorithms that can mimic human behaviors, can actually be traced back to Alan Turing in the 1950s. You do oh. remember who he is, right? Yep, the Turing effect. The Turing test, Brett? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was I thinking? Why did I say Turing effect? I don't, I, I don't feel like explaining what the Turing test is, but... Social botting can be traced back to Alan Turing in the 1950s and his vision of designing different sets of instructional code that could be approved by the Turing test. So creating these bots that the Turing test could actually say, okay, this could be an intelligent machine, which I thought was pretty fascinating. And in the 1960s, Joseph Weizenbaum, who I did talk about in one of our History of Artificial Intelligence episodes, okay. created ELISA, which was an NLP computer program, natural language processing powered computer program yeah. that served as an early indicator of AI algorithms. And ELISA was actually the inspiration for many computer programmers to design task-based programs that can match behavior patterns to their set of instructions. So you could really think of ELISA as the OG chatbot all the way back in the 1960s, which I That's think pretty is cool. pretty cool. And cool. of course, natural language processing, which we work with a lot with voice technology, with what mm -hmm. we do, has become one of the key influencing factors to the development of artificial intelligence. 
and social bots. Without a bot's ability to understand English or whatever language you're communicating with, they wouldn't really be where they're at today. So we can thank yeah. Eliza and natural language processing technology for that. And since their inception, bots have continued to impact our history, such as their influence, or I should say, such as their use to influence the outcome of the 2016 U.S. presidential election and the 2017 U.K. general elections. Oh, I didn't know that. What do you mean? I know about the U.K. general elections got influenced oh, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Bots were, bots were used to influence that one as well. <clears throat> such as, for example, many bots used on Twitter were designed to search for and filter keywords and phrases favoring certain political agendas and would automatically retweet them. And this, this is something we'll get into in a bit here. But bots have a, a very large role in, in world history, yeah. shockingly. And, of course, the original intent of designing them was to make machines more human-like and understand human behavior. And, of course, nefarious actors have to step in and be like, no! Yeah, no. There's always somebody there to ruin it, mainly because of greed. Right, but that's not to say that there still aren't a lot of good outcomes from exactly. We can't we can't think the glass is half empty, right? We have to think that hey, at least we have bots. Right, we do have bots, especially if you're a scalper who already owns a PlayStation Five and you want to buy up five more and resell them on eBay for a profit. Bots definitely come in handy. That's true. Yeah. You can't tell Maybe we should bit, do that. You can't tell I'm a bit salty about this. I'm sick of it. Which is I, odd. I, I, want which is graphics, odd. I wanted my graphics card two months ago. Well, it's funny. I say I'm salty about this, yet I was one of the few people who actually got a PlayStation 5 before which, Christmas. I don't know how you did. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Apparently the bots were online that day. I I mean, or it was just luck of the luck of the draw heading to Best Buy's website the moment I saw that they had some available. Yeah. But you would think so, they'd program it to where the bot would know the inventory is stocked. And Brett, just I'm going to be real with you. Walmart, Best Buy, yeah. Amazon, all of them are terrible in monitoring and mitigating bot purchases. Why? They don't care. Why would they care? Well, they make money regardless. Correct. They instantly <laughs> make money. Why would they try and fix it? Who? They don't give a crap that their customers have to pay more on eBay from scalpers. They just care about the money they're making. And that, Brett, is capitalism. Correct. <laughs> they just want money. They don't care about us. Jesus. So what are the different types of bots? You know, we've talked about the different names of bots here and the origins, but what, what different types of bots are out there in the world today? So there's three major categories of bots right now. The first being commercial bots. So, of course, bots used for commercial purposes so think about like automated trading bots for the stock market bots are used constantly in the stock market and finances Uh or e-commerce or an auction websites you know bots that traverse ebay and other e-commerce stores looking for deals as we've been talking about for a majority of this episode there is bot farms which think of a bot farm like you know, these are used oh. mainly in online app stores like yeah. Apple's App Store, Google Play Store to manipulate ratings, reviews, and yeah. app positions. People use bots for that. Yeah, which I don't believe. Um, 
I feel like a lot of the older, older generation doesn't understand some of these comments I see on like posts and stuff that come from bots. It's like you can it can very you can clearly tell, tell which ones tell, are real and which are bots. You can tell it's a bot and like freaking Karen born in 1960 is arguing with it on the Walmart's comments. section. Brett, do not offend anybody. Sorry, who sorry. Let's go with Julie. Okay, not, not Karen. <laughs> there are also, of course, spider bots, which are used to crawl the web for info, such as used by Google and Bing, and the former Ask Jeeves, which was really my favorite hey, search Ask engine. Ask Jeeves, now that's I up. loved what? Ask Jeeves. What's Ask Jeeves now? It's um Ask dot com. Oh, I thought they uh, took over. Um... Oh my God, why can't I think of the name? Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah, is it Ask dot com now? Where did Craigslist come from? I gotta look it up now. It's gonna bug me. Craigslist is. I don't think even ask.com and Craigslist. You, Craigslist they're not they even in the from? same. I don't. I don't know where you're getting that from. I don't know. I'm probably just thinking this. Anyhow, um, I was just saying that spider bots, of course, are used for commercial purposes to crawl the web for info. And then, of course, we have what we've already been talking about here: chatbots, which are some of the most common form of commercial bot that most of us have encountered. So, interesting to note, after Facebook allowed the integration of chatbots into Facebook Messenger back in 2016, there has been an exponential growth in chatbots on the platform, with more than 30,000 bots actually being created for Facebook Messenger within the first six months of Facebook wow. opening that up to people. Which, I that's that's pretty incredible. That's insane. You said 30,000 30, bots on Facebook? Within the first six months... After they opened it up in 2016. Integration with Faith. Wow. Yep. And of course, chatbots led to the rise of drag and drop bot builders because consider, you know, before drag and drop builders like ManyChat, you actually had to go in and code a bot and, you know, program it to, to run scripts over the internet. Well, now with drag and drop builders like ManyChat, you can create your own Facebook messenger specific chat bot in as little as 15 minutes and in fact we've actually used that and yeah. of course they can be deployed instantly with little to no coding knowledge i'm assuming and you can pl- do more with code though right not in many chat but can, like if you, you wanted to create if you wanted to create your own chat bot or use something that i'm going to talk about here like you look at more enterprise tools that exist like microsoft's bot framework yeah i've that, used that yep that allow you to build bots at scale while mm-hmm. also introducing natural language processing, automatic speech recognition, and yeah. natural language understanding tools, so you get more of the the AI component into yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that takes programming knowledge to do. Well, that. I mean, aren't you restricted to a template on Mainchat? Like, yeah. you can only build so much of your framework off of a templated base. Well, no, but you can you create had... you can create anything you want, but you're just limited by the drag and drop. Mm, okay, the it. UI system. Okay, right. Yes, I got you. And... I got you. I got you. With ManyChat too, right, you have to actually program in every response, whereas if you use something like Bot Framework and train it using natural language processing, the bot over time can learn from the conversations it has with users and start coming up with its own language to better and more efficiently respond to people using Which, it. I still, I still have no idea how they do that. They have to store stuff into the database so it has a memory, I bet. And then off, off that database of stored data, they... Um, evolve off of it, I bet. Well, and so, it seems, so it seems like it's learning with you, you know? Well, and they're constantly running a machine learning algorithm in the background. That's true, yeah. So, 
and many companies, of course, have deployed the use of bots to cut down on costs and streamline communications with users. So that's bots used in the the commercial context. And then, of course, we get to what I think actually is the most fascinating one, malicious bots, because some of the things that people come up with and use bots for to gain access to systems is pretty nuts. Yeah. So what are some different types of malicious bots? Well, they're spam bots, of course. Well, I'll, right? I'll tell so, you what. Yeah, I'll tell you. I've, I've, I've seen some of those. Cause spam bots? What, yeah, because I've downloaded some suspicious packages um, from coding. Suspicious? So this, this, is, this is when I first started coding. I was like, okay, yeah, I got to download this, download this, download this. Well, I, some, one of the, some of the packages I shouldn't have downloaded. Also, remember that Harry Potter game we played? Yeah. Yeah, I think I got one from that. I didn't have any issues. I think that was just you. Yep, it was just me. <laughs> it's probably just from the code. Anyways, I turned my computer on one day, and you know the little notepad? You know your notepad? Yeah. I Probably about 10,000 of them popped up. <laughs> so I had to run, uh, what do you call it, malware or something? Oh, I can't God. remember what I could use. Anyway, Anyhow. that's one I got, just an example. Spam bots. So I don't know if what you got was a spam bot because a spam bot more or less is a bot that harvests email addresses from contact or guestbook pages. I don't know. It was some type of weird thing. Well, spam bots are pretty common. And then there is a DDoS attacks. So uh, DDoS. Yes, which, forgive me, I cannot remember what DDoS stands for. Um, I can look it up for you. I just, I've never actually heard anybody say it. I've just heard DDoS. What does DDoS stand for? Oh, distributed denial, distributed denial of service. service. So, did you did, did everybody hear that? Because we said that at the same time. DDoS stands for distributed denial of service attack. All right. And in this type of attack, hackers use a large number of individual internet bots to flood the system and disrupt network activities that are tied to the internet. So every single internet bot actually sends its own demand to the targeted server on the network, and the server, overwhelmed by peaked activity, becomes compromised. DDoS attacks are incredibly common, and many companies have experienced issues with their servers getting shut down because of these DDoS attacks. And bots, of course, are what are used for that. And then, of course, there's website scrapers that grab content from websites and reuse it without permission. Also something sure. very common. There are social media bots, i.e., you know, bots used on Twitter to automatically follow accounts, automatically retweet or share harmful content, and increase views on YouTube. And there's video game bots, malicious video game bots, specifically bots used in... Game bots. Massive multiplayer online role-playing games, MMORPGs, to automatically farm for resources. Very common in World of Warcraft. Yep, that was one of those. And League of Warcraft. Legends. Yep, there's aim bots where you just instantly headshot somebody no matter where you're pointing. Right. Brett is probably very familiar with video game bots given he yep. likes video games. And yes, I do. Yeah. It seems like a lot of video game companies are investing in anti-cheat and anti-bot software these days. Yep. Because people You like better to... have it. <laughs> people like to create those and abuse the games and bots may be used on internet forums you know blogs and things like reddit to automatically post inflammatory or nonsensical posts that more or less disrupt the forum or anger users i've seen plenty of those very common on reddit and people actually think it's real people 
How do you avoid some of these malicious bots? Well, one of the most common ways is to deploy something called CAPTCHA, which we all have probably used at some point. And it is the most most common and most powerful, well, maybe not the most powerful, but it is the most used form of security on websites to prevent bots. So yeah. really what a CAPTCHA is, it's a mini Turing test where they show you images or scramble a bunch of words that only a human being would be able to decipher, whereas a bot could not. And don't send money to a prince in uh, the Middle East. All right, that has nothing to do with bots, but yeah, don't do that either. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed I've been getting a lot more phishing emails lately. Like, oh, I, I'll look at my email, and there'll be like four that I care about, and I have two hundred fifty. Is that for your personal Gmail or Red Fox? Red Fox. Oh. Why do you have 250 Red Fox emails? Um, it's probably from just various uh, websites that I've been on for coding purposes. Oh. Where okay. I download a package and it says, I probably click on something that says, would you like to accept emails from us? I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Just give me the code package. <laughs> you are the cause of so many of your own problems. I totally am. <laughs> If I want to see why my life sucks, I just have to look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I was saying, I've noticed a lot more phishing emails lately. It's always like, your Office 365 credentials have been compromised, or your password has been stolen, and stupid crap like that. Yeah. Alright. Well, the third category is helpful bots. So bots also can be very helpful, right? So all forms of benign chatbots. Why'd you say like that? Benign. <laughs> benign. <laughs> all form of benign. <laughs> I, I think it's a neat word. I don't know. I can tell you're excited. Benign. So, so okay, all forms of benign chatbots are helpful bots. God. <laughs> uh, other helpful bots include Siri, Google Assistant, Alexa, Cortana. All these voice assistants are technically bots. Yeah. And bots that do automatically purchase items online, both good and bad, mm -hmm. which is actually perfectly legal to use in the United States. Like Europe, it's actually not legal to do that in, in some parts of the world. Really? Where, yeah. Depends on where you're at in Europe, though. But perfectly legal in the U.S. And some interesting info here. During Black Friday, when Walmart launched a deal on the PS5 this holiday season, well, like Black Friday... The retailer blocked more than 20 million bot attempts to purchase the console within the first 30 minutes of the sale. Oh, so they actually do care. But can you even... I mean, 20 million? I mean, that's... Oh my gosh. 20 million, let me, let me that's, think. That floods your ordering system, and it, it prevents people from actually still being able to purchase because there's so much web traffic. 20 million um, requests. How fast do you think a bot could do that? Probably, like, what? Five seconds? Incredibly second? fast. Five seconds, ten seconds. But I, I think when people tend to go onto these retailers' websites to purchase idea. things like this, the bots actually may not necessarily be getting through, but you still can't complete the purchase because their ordering system and their server is being hammered so Correct. much with yeah. bots. Yep. So that's why I said yep. I, I still don't understand how it's like the cars and it's like the it's like the cars in park, but you have the foot on the gas pedal. Right. And that's the thing. People are like, why is it such a problem now? And I think to myself, well, consider 10 years ago. I mean, the internet, of course, had been around for, for 10 years, 10 years ago, but 
bots have only become more advanced and people have only gotten better at programming them since the last gaming console launches and any major product launch really yeah so it would be fitting especially right now where you can't buy anything in store because of the pandemic that we'd have a bigger problem with bots yep so with all that being said there's going to be a lot of changes coming down the pipeline to bots specifically as artificial intelligence starts entering the picture and it already has so what does ai have to do with bots or you know when we say the rise of ai bots what do i mean by saying that well artificial intelligence bots of course bots powered by machine learning and deep learning algorithms are bots that are self-learning and are programmed with natural language processing and machine learning it takes a long long time to train and build an ai bot however when done right they can save a lot of time and money in the long run and especially with the use of deep learning which we've talked about on the show ai bots can learn to read the emotions of a customer and interact with them based on their mood which is pretty spooky stuff but also really really neat i think and I think the important thing to understand here with with AI starting to impact bot technology is that AI can make bots smart, yes. But bots still have a very hard time understanding the context of human interactions. No AI understands context yet. And they may never will. But they can be incredibly intelligent. That's only They're only intelligent because we program them to be that way. Like, oh, if the person's, you know explain something this way with these facial expressions please respond with this corresponding you know sentence or phrase or whatnot like if a person has a frown make sure you say oh i'm here for you or as brian romley often refers to there can be a lot of intelligence but lack a great degree of wisdom yes and that's where we're at with ai technology right now they're incredibly intelligent because of all the information available but they lack context and wisdom. But you even look at humanity and we lack context and wisdom. <laughs> In yeah. many different cases. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think it's because the snowball effect is going to start when we get an AI or a bot that can create itself better. Oh, that's going to happen undoubtedly. Then what? Then we'll have that. Eventually we'll have an well, AI that's just like And human. that's honestly one of the biggest fears of AI researchers. I read about this in Life 3.0. One of the biggest fears that AI researchers have is we do create an AI bot or an AI system that does constantly improve itself to yep. infinity. Correct. Because it can. Correct. <laughs> because an AI program can manipulate both its software and its hardware. Yes. Human beings can only manipulate our software mm-hmm. and nowhere near as quickly as a machine can. Yes. So, Age, Age of Ultron. Good comparison, Brett. That's actually a good comparison. Well, it's, yeah, it's the concept of the movie. For those who are unfamiliar, Marvel Age of Ultron. Great movie. Yep. Basically, this, the concept that we're talking about. So, what are some notable bot events or stories that really brought bots into the mainstream? Well, one that I often like to refer to, actually. Back in 2017, researchers at Facebook actually... We're working on developing a bot program or a a system of two different bots Uh that were designed to come up with a way to improve the negotiating. I can't talk. The negotiating process. Okay. Now, 
as they set these two bots up and started to train them without really any parameters, they discovered that the bots had been communicating with one another in their own cryptic language. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, so the bots that were named Bob and Alice had actually generated a language all their own. Which would Creepy. make sense because, like I just mentioned, the researchers had created these bots to become ultra-effective at negotiating. So what they did is, because there were no parameters telling the bots to stick solely to English, they developed a form of shorthand that only they can understand to be insanely efficient at negotiating. Well, let's think about this. Like, what's code? Code is just a code is just how um, it's just binary. But we've created well, to a point where it's like so humans could read it. Well, the same can be applied to speech, right? I, yeah. I remember when I was studying communication back in college. There's the process of encoding and decoding. So really, yeah. speech is just a form of transferring information. So that would make sense that if the goal was to create a brand new way to efficiently negotiate or the best way to efficiently negotiate that these bots would say, well, screw you English. We're going to yeah. come up with a language and a shorthand of our own. I wonder what they were, uh, did they ever, was it similar to anything? Like, was it like, uh, um, what was the language? I included the article. It just looks like a bunch of nonsense. In <gasps> English. But... Oh, yeah, I thought something crazy. What? What if like we saw that or heard that language in audio format? From a, from a galaxy like light years away and it was those machines that we created that made their own language that are millions of years in the future and we're seeing the past calm down stephen hawking <laughs> <laughs> and they travel to another planet is what i'm getting at the aliens have always been the machines that we created Thanks for sure. You want to hit? <laughs> That's, not <so> exactly... <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, my gosh. Anyhow, so long story short, they eventually shut down this bot program because, of course, well, they created a language we can understand, which is kind of terrifying. So naturally, they shut it down. Okay. And then the big one here that really brought bots into the public eye was the 2016 presidential election again not to bring politics into our show which we really try not to do but this is really when everybody started hearing about the term bot yeah and the reason behind all this is back in the 2016 presidential election it was very well proven and known that russian operatives used bots on social media and elsewhere to share misinformation to influence the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. This is known. This is fact. It's real. No more needs to be said about that. You can go onto the CIA and to the FBI and look up all these different reports that confirm it. Yeah, but what if it's fake from the CIA and FBI? You know, go ahead and <laughs> I. Let's not even go there. Yeah, okay. However, <laughs> some interesting things about, about the importance of this. So between the first two presidential debates between <laughs> Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton in 2016, a third, a third, Brett, of pro-Trump tweets 
and nearly a fifth of pro-Clinton tweets came from automated bots. Consider the amount of users and traffic on Twitter. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. <clears throat> and It's a little freaky, isn't it? Right. And the use of bots on Twitter by Russian interference campaigns in the 2016 presidential election was the first time that the word bot became of interest to the general public because most people never really heard of bots used in such a mainstream context before and now we were all hearing about russian bots the media was talking about them constantly so this was really when it was brought to the forefront yeah now twitter has always experienced issues with automated bots which are easily programmable through their api and really can be deployed in just about you know really can be deployed by just about anyone with a preliminary knowledge of coding like you could go and create a twitter bot probably in the next 20 minutes if you wanted to it's that easy yeah. with your knowledge of coding yeah so given this it was very easy for foreign actors who wanted to influence the outcome of the election to create these bots mm -hmm. and it was confirmed that russian linked automated twitter bots retweeted donald trump almost 500,000 times in How the final times? weeks 500,000 times I, leading I, I heard you but how many times was uh, hillary clinton retweeted even let me finish in oh. the final weeks leading up to the 2016 presidential election 500,000 times. That's a lot. That's crazy. And Twitter had ultimately identified more than 50,000 bot accounts. That's a lot. When all was said and done. Yeah. That were used to influence the outcome Wait, of the Wait, did they not election. retweet did they not retweet Hillary Clinton? Did they just focus on Donald Trump? I I I didn't find a lot of information on her because they had okay. such a bad social media campaign. Oh, okay. And I think we clearly know what the intent of the Russian actors were in this yeah, scenario. To get, to get him elected and implode our country from the inside. Right. Fred <laughs> didn't say that. <laughs> hey, we're all thinking it. So, yeah, that 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 was uh, too... I just switched over to the banner. I didn't realize. I oh didn't no! Oh over. yeah. Well, that, that's 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 two very important bot events that I, I wanted to share because these these two events really brought it brought bots into the public eye. But yeah, internet bots—they're mm -hmm. coming for us. That's about all I have to say about bots. Okay. Do you feel like you learned something, Brett? I did. I learned so much about bots. Tell me what you learned. Audience members, did you learn about bots? I hate you. Good. <laughs> I'm like Dora the Explorer. I hate you so much. I know. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you again for joining us this week. As you've noticed, Brett and I have been teaming up quite a bit in this new season for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, don't have a lot of guest interviews sitting in the queue. Really, we don't have any right now. So if you're interested in being a guest on the show or know someone who may be, Make sure to send us a DM on Twitter or an email to the Artificial Podcast at redfox-ai.com. We'd love to chat with you. I actually just had a great conversation yesterday uh, with someone who we're going to be bringing on the show who specializes in Sonic, which will be really neat. Oh, that's cool. Make sure to smash that subscribe button on YouTube as well as subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and leave us a review. Most people don't realize how helpful reviews actually are, Brett. Yeah, just don't make it one star. Um, 
<laughs> um, and make sure to ring that bell on uh, for notifications on our YouTube channel as well. Is that what the YouTubers also say? Ring that bell. Yeah, because you don't you don't really gain traction unless people ring the bell. Oh, put the bell notifications on. Just ring that bell too. I'll have to include that in our little. Yeah, engine. smash that subscribe button and ring that bell for notifications. And after you ring that bell and smash that subscribe button, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Artificial Podcast. And feel free to join our Artificial Podcasters Facebook group that we've been trying to grow unsuccessfully, but optimistic for this year. Yes. I'm and very I, optimistic for this year. Hopefully, And I was telling you about Clubhouse yesterday, Brett. I, I'm, oh, yeah, I, Clubhouse. I was invited, and I'm really starting to check it out a bit more. Who knows? Maybe we could create something for Clubhouse for all the listeners. I don't know. Like maybe some of you are on it. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, if you if you get on it and you get a platform going, I'll join you. But I was, as I, of, I, right now, I don't know really much about it. I know I mentioned this last time, but Discord's always an option as well. Discord, I love Discord. It's my favorite place right. to go. So anyhow, cool. thank you again. Farewell you. until next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. See you later. See you later. Artificial intelligence, voice recognition, machine learning. Robot. You've been listening to the Artificial Podcast with your host, Nick Myers. Nick Myers. To stay up to date with all our latest episodes, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. To learn more about how your organization can benefit by unlocking the power of AI and voice, visit www.redfox-ai.com. Until next time.